welcome back to another illustrious episode of Before the Three Count. I am your host, the unnamed host, aka Sam Sneed. You better recognize joined alongside <laughs> my uh, co-host. Once again, it's the man with the master plan, G A West. You better Indeed. recognize. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Ah oh, man, that was that was a great soundtrack. Uh, Murder was the case. Yeah, yeah. A lot of songs, like, and the funny thing is, like, the actual song title of like the album, I, you know, I was a fan when it, you know, came out because you know, radio singles were, you know, that was like the thing to gravitate you towards the album. But now it's not really one of the songs I, you know, listen to on no, on on the regular like I once did way back in the day. Okay. Uh, like uh, albums on that cut, I usually find myself listening more to like Twenty One Jump Street. Um, That's it. Uh, who got who got some gangster ish. Uh, <laughs> Dolls and cents, uh, so yeah, um, but yeah, because as a kid, I always be like, Oh, just listen for the murder was the case, like song itself. But I right, really right. listen to that now. It's funny, a lot, of, I know it's like a lot of albums that I listen to in the past, like mostly the radio cuts. I don't really listen to as much as to like the other songs on the albums, like now, like my favorites. Like, take for instance, um, Michael Jackson's Bad, okay, yeah. As a kid, I was all about the single Bad. But like, like it's not really one of my favorite songs on the album like compared to like smooth criminal or like dirty diana or like speed demon you know what i mean even That's like better than, than bad there's like the song so <laughs> you know it's funny i got to agree especially when it comes to that album because those other songs you just named i'm like oh dirty diana is actually one of my favorite songs like yep and um and liberian girl that's another good one um yeah, no, a lot of classics there. Um, it, it's funny. I feel like, you know, the the radio hit, uh, of course, is designed to get you to to gravitate towards it. But then, yeah, when you start really getting into it, you start getting into the actual music. Mm-hmm. You start getting into other songs. Do you think that p- plays a factor because it's overplayed on a radio, and that's why, like, it's not just it doesn't click as well as the other songs, or it's just this other songs are better on albums. Uh, probably a combination of the two. Um, especially, I mean, you think about it's like, like, yeah, you're you gonna hear it over and over, and eventually you're just kind of like, eh. But then those other songs, they're sleepers, you know. And so then you kind of yeah. feel like you've got your own thing. It's like, oh, nice. Like, I remember when uh, Get Rich or Die Trying came out, and they played like literally like nine songs off the album. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. On I was like, because like now, like listen to it like i really not a huge fan of like pimp or in the club uh yeah. oh i can't like those i'm like uh, they got overplayed they, they those all three of those definitely got overplayed yeah like i would definitely like if i listen to the actual album i probably would skip those and go to like many men or yep. uh, um uh 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 what's the one with uh what heat was that the one that you the gun clicking it, uh the, he was is that he the one dun, 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 nobody likes me no that's ba, uh, ba, ba. no that's um no no that's from his first album uh before he got shot i think but he is the the one that has like the gun it's like the uh, doom it's like somebody's cocking back a gun baby uh, it, it, when you What's... after this you jump on youtube you you have to you know check it out uh but yeah but uh yeah but we sort of digress on music but this is uh you know before the three count we cover everything underneath the sun 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, we don't just cover wrestling here. We we cover. So yeah, we're like a smorgasbord. <clears throat> exactly. You know. So we, we, you know, what we are the big top of pro wrestling podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, if you don't like the Tigers, maybe you'll like the Bears. If you don't like the Bears, maybe you'll like the Trapeze Act. There you go. There you go. But uh, I guess in the wacky world of wrestling, uh, Halloween Havoc has uh, just concluded the two-week event. Uh, the first was the first week was on the 24th of October, which was last week. Uh, and then, oh no, I'm sorry, it has not concluded. Uh, it goes to the 31st. Okay. So Tuesday, okay. the last week, because I only saw the first week, so that's why I thought I concluded. So the second oh, week, Tuesday, this Halloween. Uh, let me see. If, let me bring up the card real quick. Halloween landed on a Tuesday. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Trick or treat. <laughs> uh, uh, rest in paradise, Bushwick Bill. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, did you hear about um that guy from Friends? Yeah. You know, unfortunate. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Matthew Perry. Yeah, yeah, Matthew Perry. Uh, he drowned. That's the way. Yeah, it sounds like in a hot tub. In a hot? Oh wow, I didn't even know that. Like, yeah, but I mean, you gotta be careful in hot tubs. If you say if you like really tired and a hot tub, you know, really relaxes you, like you can accidentally, you know, drown if you're not paying attention. Okay, okay. I guess. Yeah, I guess I could see that. That's. Oh, that's crazy. Yes, uh, unfortunate. Uh, but I mean, hopefully it was, you know, I mean, hopefully it was painless. Uh, like we all wish when we, you know, decide, well, not when we decide, but when it's not done. <laughs> yes. Yeah, hopefully he didn't decide to go. Hopefully that wasn't one of them, like, uh, when, sleeping nah, pills when, in a hot tub situation. No, nah, yeah, but when, when it's, you know, you know, our time, hopefully it's uh, painless. Uh, yeah. But I guess cool. you know, in the, if, in the hot tub, if you if it's basically a long sleep, if you don't realize that you you know you drown, you know, that's true. That's true. So yeah, that sounds tub, pretty peaceful. Yeah, you're in the hot tub, relaxing. <clears throat> you in water is how you just how you you brought into the world in, in right. water. Right, so, right. You know. Uh, but yes, uh, Halloween Havoc yeah. the card. So first week we have. Uh, uh, the playground devil's playground match with uh Kiana James uh versus Roxanne Perez. Uh, next we have the NXT's women's breakout tournament semifinals with uh Kalani Jordan against uh Ariana Grace. Uh, we have uh another semifinals for the women's breakout tournament uh Carmen Petrovic uh, versus Lola Vice. Uh, and then also we have now, uh, Lexus King, who we all uh, knew as Brian Pillman Jr., made his in-ring uh, uh, debut, NXT debut. Uh, okay. That was week one. Uh, week two, we have the NXT Championship with Dragunov versus your man, Carmelo Hayes. Okay, uh, okay. Then we have the NXT North American Championship with Dirty Dominic Mysterio uh, against Nathan Frazier. Interesting. Uh, women's Tag Team Championship, Chelsea Green and uh, Piper Nevin against Thea Hale and JC Jane. Okay, uh, okay. Have a tables, ladders, and scares match uh, with the Creed Brothers uh, against Angelo, uh, Angel, 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 and uh, uh, Umberto, Umberto. Oh, um, the Carrillos. What's that? The Carrillos. 
Is that what their tag tag team? Well, I don't know what their tag team name is, but but the actually I think they were the Los Lotharios when they were on the main roster. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I was I was wondering what happened to those two guys. Uh, we also have Tiffany Stratton versus uh Fallon uh Henley Henley, and last uh we have Braun Breaker against Mr. Stone. Oh, yes, Robert Stone. Who's Robert Stone? Um, the manager. Uh, he was Robbie E in TNA. Oh, okay. I did not know he was uh, with uh, Vincent Company. Oh, he's been there for a long time now. On NXT. Oh, he's, he's been okay. a manager for years. Like, but he hasn't been back in, in the black and gold days. Yeah, but he hasn't been in NXT this whole time, has he? Yeah. Wow, and then now like he's, even the black and gold days, everything he's been there the whole time. Now he's just popping up. That's a little crazy. Well, no, it's not now that he's just popping up. But now uh, he's got an actual match. Yeah, but so even he's been a manager, even NXT, like I don't remember his this, his name, Robert Stone. Like, yeah, um, I'm like most recently he's been managing um, that tall guy. I'm looking at his, um, what's right his name, now. Wayne something. Wayne something. Or something like that. I'm trying to think of what that guy's name, or or he's the son of. All right, so he's returned. He returned to the WWE in 2019. So he's only been here for a brief second, though. So maybe that's why I haven't. That's seen four him. years. I get well. The pandemic sort of like was weird. So it, it, as far as wrestling goes, you didn't really see everybody uh, due to the whole pandemic situation. As far as everything goes, the pandemic was weird, not just wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> True that, true that, true that. All right, so he was he was managing uh, Wrinkle Wrinkle Singh and Sav, Sarav Gujar. Uh, then he had his stable included Riddick Moss. Uh, he started appearing at house shows as the manager of the Outliners, a tag team consisting of Riddick Moss and Dan Matha. Uh, and then, oh, after 14 years not appearing on television since the uh, SmackDown match in 2006, he re debuted as Robert Stone on the January 8th, 2020 episode of NXT. So that's why he, I like have like rarely ever seen this man. <laughs> this man. Well, no, hold up. They, 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 you can't just be like, oh, from 2006 to 2000, because I'm like, in between time, he was in TNA. He did all sorts well, of no, stuff. You know, I'm, I'm talking about WWE television. Okay, okay. Because I was gonna say, I'm like, he did a lot. Of, I feel like he's most known as uh, Robbie E. His time yeah. in TNA when they were working with Jersey Shore. Yeah. So he in, in TNA. Yeah, he was in Impact Wrestling from 2010 to 2017, which they just yeah. brought back in TNA. Now it's no longer Impact. It's T, uh, right, non-stop. right. Starting in January. Yep. Which I guess is good. I don't know. And I guess he teamed and feuded with Rob Terry in 2011. To 2013. Yep, uh, yep. Uh, then he had the Bromance in 2013 and 2015. This is all an impact. And uh, then he wrestled in Noah in 2000. So he's had a, a, a decent career. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his because um, I I remember when he first started and he was the valedictorian Rob Echoes. Could he work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And he's making okay. some noise on the East Coast. Um, and then, uh, so I, I, at that time, I was just getting into the business. But like, he was one of the people that I was following. Like, oh, he's gonna do something. 
Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, I feel like, not to say that he didn't, but things didn't yeah. pan out to the level that I thought they would. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I always, you know, probably forever will use this example. When I met Austin Theory, I was like, yeah. oh, this guy's going to be somebody. And well, he was. Austin Theory, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, I, I, I use him as my example. I'm like, I've got a good oh, eye for oh. these things. Yeah, like your litmus test. Yeah, yeah. So, so Rob, Robbie, uh, or at the time Rob Echoes, like I was like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna be something. And then you know, he really didn't make it big, big. But he was in TNA. He was doing cool stuff, and like the Robbie E working with Jersey Shore. Um, so that was cool. And then uh, I actually worked uh, worked a match with him in New York, somewhere around 2010, 2011. So we're in that nice. ballpark. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right, go. Um, it was good. It was a six-man tag. Um, so Mega Black, um, those days, and okay. uh, but yeah, so that was good. And, uh, I I thought he was cool working with him there. And okay. then um, fast forward to like 2000 and I don't know, 16, 17, somewhere in that ballpark. Uh-huh. And uh, this is when the fellowship was going strong, and we ended up doing a show in Indiana. Uh-huh. Um, and he was booked on it. He actually remembered us. Well, he remembered me, I should say. Okay. Um, but, uh, and then like invited us out to breakfast with him and basically like gave us a wrestling seminar, like for, <laughs> um, for me and Ronnie. Like it was just the nice. three of us having breakfast and him like explaining a lot of wrestling stuff. And it was really cool of him to take learn, the time out you, and do that. Did you learn anything new from it? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, because we were talking, like, at that point, it was like, how do you get to the next level, you know? Yep. What did he say? Uh, so he was just giving a lot of ideas and things. He was like, you know, you got to gotta really put yourself out there. You got the promoters got to know who you are. He's like, and then you got to be willing to roll with whatever gimmicks they give you. Okay. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, it was really cool of him sitting down and, you know, taking us under his learning tree. All right, uh, nice. So yeah, so I got a lot of lot of respect for him, a lot of praise. Um, I would go on to see him a couple years later at an MAW show. Um, mm-hmm. Again, he was very cool with me at that. Um, mm-hmm. And then one of the funniest things I've ever seen—I won't say this wrestler's name to to mm-hmm. avoid embarrassing him—but mm-hmm. Robbie, he literally told him he should not be in the business. How come? He's not very good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was well, it was like, like you know, this is a you know. So when uh when a name comes in, they often do a seminar, and that yep. seminar, you know, different ones will be different, but usually they they just kind of watch the wrestlers wrestle or something, and you know they'll give mm-hmm. some critique and advice, whatever. And yep. uh, so yeah, so Robbie, you watched this guy who's like, how long have you been wrestling for? And the guy was like nine years. Robbie he was like, you shouldn't be wrestling. Like you should, you should just get out of wrestling. Like this. Do you, like, you agree with that same sentiment? I don't know how to best answer that because here's the thing. If okay. you're horrible at basketball, yep. does that mean you should never play basketball again? As a career, uh, I mean, yes, but I mean, as a, as a hobby, no. Right. And There's that's... one that you like, be like, all right, this is going to be like what I make my bread and butter, butter, you know, too, as a career, but then also, you know, like... Yeah, I like to play basketball, but I'm not going to go try out for an uh, NBA team. Right, right. And so that's where I get a little bit, you know, because, it, and it's funny, my stance on this over the years has changed drastically. Okay. Um, if you had asked me this question 10 years ago, 
Yep. I would have been like, oh yeah, like he should be out of the business. Like anybody that doesn't take this seriously and isn't trying to get to WWE, they they mm -hmm. shouldn't even be here. That that okay. was how I felt then. Okay. But now, you know, being older, no longer trying to get to WWE. Um, and, and just having a better understanding of life in general and things like I, I do. I look at it. I look at wrestling just like I look at basketball. And I'm yep. like, if someone enjoys playing and there's a place that allows them to do it, then yep. who am I to take that from them? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you would have said that as well. You, is this a little too hurtful and callous? Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't, you know, it, it's you tough. You think he was like, saying that person, or you think he was just saying it just because that's what was on his mind to say? I mean, I think he was trying to be helpful in a way, like to be like, okay. dude, you're probably going to get hurt or hurt somebody else. Yeah, that's true. I guess, yeah, comparing basketball to wrestling is a little different because basketball is an individual sport, but wrestling is, is like a dance. You and you, you and your you know, opponent are technically uh, on the same side as far as, you know, trying to entertain the, the, the fans. And see, so it, it, one person very bad, cloudy. Well, I mean, if one person's bad, like it's like dancing partners. If one person's bad, and you have to throw that person up in the end, you you know, you want that to make sure that the other person is competent to you know catch you or you know make sure you don't get go home injured injured to your, you know. No, your for sure. You know, uh, and that's why I'm like, yeah, it, it's it's a cloudy. That that's a cloudy one. You know, they say there are no shades of gray, but I'm like, that's a shade of gray to me. Yeah, um, but I feel like ultimately, I feel like if if both people in the match agree to you know to wrestle each other and agree that they're whatever level, then mm -hmm. more power to them, and it is what it is. Yeah, um, you know I know where it gets tricky though, and so and so I do I have a tough time with this because as we're talking it through. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, if you're horrible at basketball, you should still be able to play. But here's the thing. Like, if you're horrible at basketball, that means either A, you're going to go play at, like, the local park, hope you get in on a pickup game or something, or maybe you might try to join a men's league. Right. But with wrestling, like, I mean, maybe I guess you could do it in, in your back. Like, there's backyard wrestling and stuff like that. So, yep. but if it's not backyard wrestling, then it does become a thing where, like, guys are like putting on shows and like and now that muddies the water for fans because why so of... who wants to watch a terrible form you know especially if you you know paying your hard earned money for like right. I want but to that, but, oh agreed but that's where it gets muddy because fans and this it's funny like uh, when it comes to indie wrestling I would say probably 60% of the audience doesn't actually know what they're watching what do you mean? So, like, we'll use NCW as the example. Uh -huh. Like, NCW has a great fan following and that knows the storylines and knows what's going on. So, mm -hmm. NCW actually doesn't fit the example I'm about to give, but this is why NCW is good to use for the example. Mm -hmm. um, most people that go to an NCW show are there specifically to see NCW and NCW talent, but you will mm -hmm. get a good amount of people, particularly families, that are just like, oh, we saw there was wrestling and we know our kid likes wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, and this was a lot cheaper than going to WWE. Mm -hmm. and, and what's really interesting to me is you get the you get the families where it's like, 
um, you, what, what does that mean? Like, oh, like we have McDonald's at home or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, indie wrestling becomes a lot of that. So a lot of kids tell their parents like, oh, like I want to go see wrestling. Parents go online, see WWE ticket prices. And they're like, well, I'm not going to buy that. But oh, here's this local wrestling thing. That's basically mm-hmm. the same thing. I'll just mm-hmm. take them to that. Mm-hmm. And then, and so then what happens, you, you got two things that will go on. Like, so then if you have a horrible wrestler on that show or even a whole <laughs> show of horrible wrestlers, mm-hmm. now that family just thinks, oh, anything that's not WWE is this. Okay. And so now they're not going to go to an indie show because they think all indie shows are the same. Okay. Okay. I mean, and I, that's where it gets tough. But I don't know if they like one thing they see that's like an indie show and they just paint the whole broad, you know, picture of all the other indie promotions. That, that seems oh, I've a seen that happen. Drastic. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because the thing again, oh, okay. so most people like when we're talking families and things like that that go to indie mm-hmm. shows, they don't they don't yeah. know the name of the company. They don't actually okay. know where they are. Like okay. they just know, oh, there's wrestling here. Okay. And this is not WWE. Okay. And so they, they tie it all in. Okay. Okay. And yeah, and I've spoken to a lot of people about it. Like I've, I've seen it. So yeah, it's a, and that's why I'm like, yeah, it's tough because if there is bad wrestling out there, it paints wrestling in a bad way. What uh, did they say when you asked them about it? What did they say? Like when, when they, when you heard that from when you uh, asked people, you know, what did they, you know, think uh, about, you know, this one, you several bad wrestlers on the show. Well, well, more than like one bad wrestler, and, and it's funny actually. Um, so I'll, I'll say I've been on shows where I'm the only good wrestler, or one of maybe a couple of good wrestlers. Okay. And it's interesting to talk to people, and they'll be like, "Oh, like you stick out. Like I don't know about these other people here, but like you know, you're pretty good." Um, okay. And then like it's that awkward thing because they're like, "So why are you on the show with these bad people?" You know. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. And so that's always a funny thing trying to explain that. Um, and then, but I've also seen, uh, and it's funny, it always breaks my heart when I see this one is yeah. where kids wanted to go to a WWE show. Their parents didn't want to take them to a WWE show. So their yeah. parents took them to this and it's like, this is wrestling. This is what you wanted to go see. And the kid's like, this is not what I want. Cause the kid is like, where's John Cena? Where's all the people that I know? I don't know who any of these <laughs> people are. Like, this yeah. is now, when they said the, the wrestlers were bad, was this coming from the kids thought it was bad or the parents themselves? I've seen both. Okay. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Because I've seen where the kids don't even give it a chance because it's not what they know. Yep. Like, the kid's like, I came here to see John Cena. Like, automatic- John Cena. Yeah, they yeah, automatically. So they are. Right. Yeah. But, but I've also seen the parents, like, trying to put them through it. And then the parents watching, the parents are like, oh, yeah, this is not that good. Um and so so yeah it's it's tough all around and i think i'm thinking back now this this is really funny uh, but i'm thinking back to the early 2000s yeah. when i first got into wrestling and that's when yeah. really you started seeing cuz that's right when the territories started die the territories died in the early 90s okay um and and so now in the early 2000s when i'm getting involved the territories are dead but you've still got some of those companies around Okay. And they're trying to stop all these other companies from coming up. A company like an NCW, they're trying to okay. stop them from like being a thing. And yep. now, in hindsight, I get it. 
because okay. I'm like, yeah, because you know, if you're at, we'll use NWA New England as the example. Yep. You're you are indie wrestling, but you're good. Like all the wrestlers you have on your show are good guys that were trying to get to WWE, you know, and just did it. And then you know you'll have some former WWE guys on there, blah blah blah. But you're indie wrestling. And right. now you've got like a company, especially at that time, like NCW, which really did come from the backyard. Um, right. You know, and so they're also indie wrestling. And so now people get confused and it's like, oh, like, you know, I'm gonna take my kid to see this wrestling show. But now they're taking them to NCW and they're seeing these crappy like high school kids like without wrestling gear. And it's like, wait, this is what <laughs> wrestling is, you know? <laughs> And then it's like, well, I would never take my kid to see this again. And now they're not going to see NWA New England, which would have been good, you know. Uh, I I saw it crazy. I, I never saw it from uh, heard it from that you know perspective, uh, you know, with, with that. And it's unfortunate. So it, it is. Thankfully, thankfully, wrestling is such a big field. You know what I mean? Like I would thought be like, all right, you might have one bad apple in a bunch, but like, hopefully that doesn't spoil the whole experience for everyone else. But it can, um, you know, it's funny, actually, I was just last night talking to uh, Blackheart, the promoter for Showcase, yep. and um, he was talking about how, uh, you know, he wishes everybody could get along and like every company could just work together and blah, blah, blah. But yep. he says, you know, the problem comes in when he goes to a venue and he's like, hey, I'd like to run my wrestling show here, Showcase Pro Wrestling, blah, blah, blah. And immediately yep. that venue's like, we want nothing to do with wrestling. We had wrestling here. They broke chairs and tables and glass and like did this and it's crazy. And like, and yeah, it's like, well, that's be- not what we do. And they're like, no, that's what wrestling is. We don't want it. But I'd be curious if they make them sign a, a waiver uh, to be responsible for wrestlers that do get overzealous uh, and start breaking items left and right. Either by accident or on purpose. Like if, the, if there's like some sort of contract to hold the promoter responsible for that. There, there is a contract to hold the promoter responsible. Um, okay. However, one, there's some shady promoters that will just take off and be like, oh, good luck. You know? Yeah. Um, especially again, like, you know, we're talking indie wrestling. Most of these companies are not incorporated. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm going to give Showcase Pro Wrestling a lot of credit. They're one of the few companies that actually are, and they run it like a business. Nice. Um, yes. Um, and it's funny, they used to even pay wrestlers in checks, and they got a lot of crap about that back then. They, they don't anymore. They pay cash now. But yep. I'm like, you know what? You really think about it. Like, WWE pays their wrestlers in checks. Like, it, it's a business. It's true. It's true. Like, yeah, you, books that you sold the tech, yeah, but you just hope that the checks will bounce. You make sure they have like enough in their their funds. Right, right, right. And that's it. so I've never been paid by check by them. So I've got no, I can't talk to it. But I do know that's how they used to, to run things. And But yeah. I, I'm like, to me, that makes sense. If you're running a business, yeah, you're going to be paying people in checks. Yeah. Um, but with all of that being said, yeah, um, most wrestling indie wrestling companies are not incorporated, and it's you know such a weird world. And so, like, yeah, you can screw the building over and just be like, "Huh, cash me if you can." <laughs> um, but then what? Ha- that ruins it for everybody else. It does. It does. But that's yeah. You just a if you that 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 hall that's hiring wrestling to make sure you do due diligence on who you know you're gonna do a potential deal with you know make sure you you know read up on any reviews if any 
hanky panky jankiness of that promoter is you know any you know rumors about that and you know do you due diligence no for sure but people don't because everyone just type, it's all if it's not wwe it's all the same to, to a lot of people that don't care yeah that's uh yeah that's crazy i know i never thought of that um but because he, he's it's but you see so many shows pop up, it's, it seems like it's probably less than the norm, I would imagine. What do you mean? Since there are so many promotions that have so many shows going constantly at a time, I, I seriously doubt that like a lot of people are getting turned down. You know what I mean? Not like it used to be, yeah. They, you know, um, And at this point, I feel like most promotions, they have their core buildings that they run. Yeah. Um, so what's tough though is getting into a new place, and I've heard both from JC at NCW and Blackheart Showcase like, yeah, it's almost yeah. impossible to get into a new building. Ah, uh, okay. Like okay. it's like, oh, the buildings we have, we have our relationship with them, and it's all good. But yeah, yep. when you try to go to a new place, and you're like, oh, I want to bring wrestling to your venue, yeah, they, they get shut down. JC yeah. was telling me he was trying to run the Norwood um, Convention Center. Yep. But apparently, like, 20 years ago, like, some backyard company ran there, like, and had thumbtacks and blah, blah, blah. And so they were like, yeah, we want nothing to do with wrestling. (laughs) And so JC had even put together, like, a, like, full, like, pitch and, like, people from, like, the area um, and the venues that he does run. But the the building was just, but, yeah, the the convention center was just like, no, like, we have a strict no wrestling policy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that's where oh, it does get tough. Hopefully, he, he was able to find another venue to put up, put his show on. Not to the extent that he wanted, and that's the thing. Like okay. the Norwood Convention Center, that's a big venue. You know, oh, probably fit like a thousand people in there. Wow! So he wanted to run like that kind of a big show. Couldn't do it. Is no? Does Norwood have a a, a big wrestling uh, fan club down there? Yeah, um, you know, NCW used to run Norwood at the uh, Norwood BFW. Okay. Um, always packed house. And then uh, it's so funny, though, because uh, when NCW moved from Norwood to Dedham, which is just the next yep. town over. Yep. Completely different audience, though. But they weren't as, as lively? No, 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 no. I mean, oh. like, just different people. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you, okay. All right. Like, all the right. Norwood people did not go, like, 10 minutes across town. Like, <laughs> you could tell the difference between Norwood people and folks from Denham. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because here's the thing with indie wrestling like, you're running the same place every month. It's the same fans. Right. You get to know them. Right. Right. Ah, man, that's funny. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yep. All right. All right. That's uh... like, it's funny. <laughs> Last night was uh, Powerhouse Wrestling. Yep. But they were running in Franklin uh, at a venue that Showcase uses. Mm-hmm. And it's also not very far from Taunton, where Showcase runs every month. So most of that crowd was a Showcase crowd, mm-hmm. even though it was a powerhouse show. Um, and so, like, there's a lot of confusion because some things are different, like, you know, just from one company to another. Um, yeah. Like, for example, Danny the Student, um, you and I were talking off-air. I had mentioned I was in a triple threat match. Danny the Student at Showcase is a heel. Oh, okay. At Powerhouse, he's a babyface. Oh, okay. 
Okay. And I think little things like that also make it tough. Like, and this is what's tough about I think indie wrestling, um, because yeah, you can be in the literally in the same town and, and play two different roles. Okay. And, and yeah. that gets very confusing for the audience. Well, you just hope there's a different audience uh, that came at a different week. <laughs> but and that's the funny thing because it's not, and it's uh, and again, <laughs> just talking about the audience not knowing where they are. Mm. You know, so last night was powerhouse wrestling, not mm-hmm. showcase wrestling, but it's mm-hmm. basically the same exact roster, slight differences. Yeah. Okay. And so for the fans, they're like, "Well, I come here to watch showcase wrestling. I, I, you know, I'm seeing the same showcase wrestlers. Like, what's different? You know." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, all right, interesting. Um, I don't know if you've seen this uh, little tidbit uh, online uh, with Booker T discussing no. uh, the main event of Mafia. Oh no, no. Well, uh, he uh, uh, mentioned that uh, the main event Mafia was a better stable uh, than the Blood Bloodline. Uh, so let me read his uh, quote. It was a uh, main event was main event Mafia was a better faction by far, but I think. The bloodline had one of the best uh, runs of uh, any faction could have, any faction could have, uh, probably the best. But uh, I just say better faction because we had some major players and we weren't a family. We uh, was a faction. Okay, you know what? I'm not even going to disagree. I think Man Event Mafia is one of the best factions of all time. Yeah, I didn't mean... see that that run, only little snippet clips of it. So not seeing it obviously live like you did. What? Yeah. What was uh, the origin story, and what was the what was it basically NWO version 2.0 for TNA, or was it any difference? No, different than NWO. Um, so this was basically it, it was like the the top guys all coming together and being like, we're gonna hold everybody down. So wasn't that what NWO was about? Well, no, NWO was about WWE destroying WCW. But the roster wasn't. It was the only the only three WWE guys was Hogan, Hall, and Nash. But that's how it started. Scott Hall's very first promo was. I know you know, you know. NWO itself wasn't just WWE guys trying to destroy the WCW because not but everybody. That's what it was supposed to be. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That that's what the that's what exactly what the gimmick was supposed to be. It was we came here from WWE or WWF at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the you. When Scott Hall, when he first showed up, and, and the only reason why I'm tight on this right now is because I literally yeah. just watched it uh, last week, Got trying you. to get some ideas for what I'm doing at Proving Ground. Got you. He he cut that promo as if he literally just came from WWF headquarters, and he he talked about Nacho Man, Billionaire Ted, the Huckster, Scheme Gene, all the stuff WWF was doing. You know. Yep. Yep. So, so it sounded like he was coming straight from there and, yep. and like, you know, laying out the shots. Yep. Um, but so, yeah, so that was the idea. And that's why when Hogan yep. was revealed as the third guy, it was like, oh, of course Hogan's the third guy. Yep. He's not a WCW guy. He's, he's nope. New York. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was that was what the idea was supposed to be. It then grew and became who knows what else, <laughs> you know. But, okay. but really, that's what it was supposed to be. Okay. Okay. Um, and when so you think main... about it, it's mm-hmm. been 
they were still shot themselves in the foot because like like the roster if they only did those three guys against the whole WCW roster it would probably fizzled out quite quickly if there was just a strictly WWF versus WCW at that time it's funny I'm like I don't know okay I feel like they you know especially at that time period because you still had a lot of jumping I'm like okay. they, they could have probably built it up in a different way yeah um I'm just trying to think. I'm like, because I'm like, oh, Ted DiBiase, I think, was the next guy to join. And he's a WWF guy. Okay. Um, and then I'm trying to think who's the fifth guy because X Pac was six. I'm like, right. who's the sixth guy to join? Right. Um, oh, duh. Virgil was fifth. Ted DiBiase and Virgil. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> six. So, so I'm like, at that point, it's still all WWF guys. But I'm like, then it was like shortly after that where it like blew up. And that yeah, kind of became a mess. Yeah, morphed into. I mean, it wasn't a mess until probably late '99, early 2000. Then it got ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're way sidetracked. Yeah, I was to say with the main event mafia, it was a similar, yeah. similar storyline with, like you said, the big, the big dogs coming to take over the, 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 Not- like the undercard guys on in TNA. Kind of, yeah. It was like, uh, you know, so NWO, the idea was we're, we're here to shut WCW. Yeah. Uh, the main event, Moff. What? Like, we're all top guys. Like, we, we and like, they, you know, they played into the idea of politicking and stuff like that. Yeah. And so they made it, you know, they were like, we can just politic our way and we'll, we'll be the top guys. Like, and we'll hold down AJ Styles, hold down Samoa Joe. Yep. You know. And like that worked, especially for that time period, because you had so many good guys in TNA that were like ready to be elevated, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Yep. Um, okay. But yeah, so uh, the main event mafia, though, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I think arguably they're probably the greatest faction of all time because it's all Hall of Famers. I mean, Four Horsemen was too, right? Tully Blanchard a Hall of Famer? Well, I actually, believe yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, because the yeah. Four Horsemen. Right. Because the were inducted as a group. Right. <clears throat> but I mean the main event mafia, those are all individual Hall of Famers. But if they could you put the main event mafia replace them with the NWO or like a, a, a DX or like you know like those other stables, could you have those guys still have that reputation or is it because they it's just years after the fact? Like those guys were all Hall of Famers at the time they were there. Right, right. right. Is that the is, so? That's basically the key to the the stable because they were all Hall of Famers. Yeah. So if I got like another four guys that were Hall of Famers, but they still have that same impact, so you know, like the Man of Mafia did. Like, would that made any difference if they were different names of uh, Hall of Famers? Oh yeah, I mean, you could make it. It, it could have been Hogan, Flair, and. You know, whoever else, like it, okay, the, so the it's names not, itself. It's more of the title Hall of Famer than the actual characters, than the actual wrestlers. I, I mean, it's it's both. I, I mean, but you look at who's in the main event mafia. Say, no disrespect to Coco Beware, but he's a Hall of Famer. But if I put him in that main event mafia, would that be the same? No, that would not be the same. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm like curious, like. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it, it's the level of who they are. So I guess yeah, it is who they are. Okay. Um, it's Sting, Kurt Angle, Booker T, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner. Um, I'm trying to remember if anyone else was in it, even. 
I, I think I think those names are the ones that uh, you hit on the head. Yeah, like I think it was just those guys, and I mean, all of those guys are first ballot Hall of Famers, you know. Yeah, but was the, the actual like the promos that they were cutting, the 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 matches that they were having, the programs they were having, uh, were they as uh, good as the Bloodline, or do you think the Bloodline excelled as far as that? Oh, I mean, storyline wise, Bloodline blows everyone away. Okay, um, so you just see on paper though the 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 stars in the in the group overshadowed the bloodline stars basically. Oh, easily, easily. They, they weren't family. They were an actual. Fa- oh, they were a faction. Yeah, they were fact. And, and just again, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't compare. Let, let's just, I mean, let's just cut the bloodline down to Roman Solo and the Usos, right? But, well, I mean, don't forget, don't forget Sammy. Okay, if you want to put him in there, that's only going to hurt things. But we can put him in there. I don't know. Her things. He was in there. He was helped propel the whole storyline of the bloodline. Oh, he was amazing. Yes, but but here's where I'm going with this for a comparison, okay. though. So so okay. now you got okay. So Roman Solo, Usos, and Sammy. Yep. You try to compare that to Kurt Angle, Scott Steiner, Kevin Nash, Booker T, and Sting. But don't forget, a lot of these guys they were past their prime too. So like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, this is this is except not, this for is, Kurt Angle and Booker T. Actually, Booker T was probably past his prime too. Actually, so except for Kurt Angle, they were all past their prime. Yeah, so like but that was yeah. the point. But were they was all of them in the main main event mafia holding their, their own as being entertaining? I know Booker T yes. was the whole Black Snow thing, but was Kevin Nash doing anything entertaining with uh, during that time? Yeah, they were all entertaining. Like so, so in the in between the ropes, Kurt Angle was really the only one that could go. Okay. But but promos were entertaining. I mean, again, I mean, think about that group: Scott Steiner, Kevin Nash. Like, you what, know? What, what memorable stuff. What were they cutting though? Other than, like I said, Booker T. Um, so the Booker T. That that actually here we go because we're gonna tie in one match with, with three things. Booker T was doing the ch- um, Black Snow or whatever. Yep. Um, Kevin Nash was doing, I think, Chet Lemon on commentary. What's um, Chet Lemon? Um, kind of like a throwback to old school commentary, but combining that with Booker T, you got to watch the match. Um, okay. Because it's okay. Booker T and Kevin Nash on commentary, and then Scott Steiner is the ring announcer. Okay. And you know, he, and Scott Steiner is hilarious as a ring announcer. Uh, you know, he, <laughs> he announces Bubba Ray Dudley like hailing from the state of obesity. Like, you know. <laughs> Kevin Dash on commentary, Scott Snyder is the ring announcer. <laughs> uh, uh, Scott Scott Snyder does not like the plus size people. He does not. <laughs> and what and what about Sting? Anything memorable? Uh, so I think the most memorable thing about Sting and Main Event Mafia was this is where the Joker Sting came from. How was that? Um different people have different takes on it I personally um, I kind of dug it as it was happening and then kind of got over it so did he play into the whole Joker aspect like he was like crazy or yeah did his matches were any different like was he more aggressive was he more like I I honestly don't remember it's funny I'm thinking about it now and I'm like I don't remember a lot about TNA matches other than Kurt Angle's (laughs) matches 
And that, okay. that's not just main event mafia. I just mean in general. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like yeah. Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, and Samoa Joe. Any combination of those three against each other, or you know, just in any kind of individual match, I can remember. But yeah. otherwise, I really, when it comes to old TNA stuff, I just remember the promos and vignettes, um, and that stuff. Okay. Which, I mean, the promos and vignettes were all funny. Um, you know, that's where Steiner Math, I mean, that was Steiner Math came after Main Event Mafia, but again, just point in, like, yeah, like, yeah th- that's the memorable stuff in TNA is the promos and vignettes, especially Scott Steiner and all his stuff, his feud with Samoa Joe, you know, coming at me like I got the Twinkies in my pocket or something. I ain't got no Twinkies. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh man, but uh, all right. Now, is there a difference between a, a faction and a stable? Or is it basically the same name? Same thing. Okay. I, okay. I, I feel like the only difference is a stable usually has a manager. Okay. Okay. And a faction is just four competitors in the same group? Yeah. Or however many. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, we always go with four because of the horsemen. Yeah, so where uh, where do you put um, so I, I take a main event mafia be, be your top faction of all time? I mean, I think it's hard to argue against it, okay. just based on the the people that were in it. Okay, okay, all right, all right. You know, now we're not necessarily talking about you know what was done and blah 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 and like importance because yeah, then main event mafia would be at the bottom of that list it was, it was uh, a very short it was a short-lived storyline correct yes okay um yeah. so that's why i'm like yeah like that put them at the bottom but i'm like if you're just going off of you know name value of who's in yeah, it, it yeah it's really tough to go against that and i actually like what you telling me i like the, the storyline of guys being into uh kayfabe behind the scenes as far as like yeah, we can pull rank on you guys. That's how we're gonna destroy TNA from within the side. Like bring that to like the camera. Like I like those little nuances with it, you know, tip to the hack. You know, we read the dirt sheets of like, oh, such and such is holding back this wrestler, this wrestler, this, you know, blah blah blah. So it's so cool to see that, you know, teeter the teeter the line a little bit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know. Um AEW, what's what's going on with them? Anything new uh, as far as uh, Tony and uh, company? Oh, another one bites the dust. Bow, Who le- bow, bow. No one's left. Um, oh, okay. But no, AEW wrestlers unfortunately be getting injured left and right. Who got injured this time? Um, Brian Danielson. What happened? Um, shoot, I literally just listened to the story before we came on the air. I'll look online. Uh, uh, his injury uh, is Danielson injury. Uh, he has a broken orbital bone. There we go. Broken orbital bone. It's going to be out the rest of the year. That's a, that's an eye injury. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the eye. The eye socket. So is that that's the 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 like the where the cheekbone is on on top of like your eyebrow is like the orbital bone. It's the, it's that circle. Oh, the so whole like, thing. Yeah, your Bro? cheek, your eye. So I don't know what part of it, you know. Oh, but, but okay. yeah, your orbital bone is that circle, like above the cheek and above so the he, eye. Like, so it looked like he had this in a in a match, uh, a tag match uh, with Orange Cassidy, Ocezo, uh, uh with Claudio and Okada, Rainmaker. Yeah, Okada. 
So I guess with a tag match that happened on October 28th episode of Collision. So that was uh Oh last night. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. I just I saw this morning they say he's gonna be out the rest of the year and who knows how much in the next year. Really? He can't just have uh, an eye patch? It works for uh (laughs) PCO uh what's his name? Uh uh What's that old dude the, the, that used to be in the Mounties uh, tag team? Yeah, PCO. PCO, yeah. Don't he have one eye? Um, Is that his actual deal? I don't know what the actual deal is. Oh, I remember the kid always wore an eye patch. Yes. He, and uh, I feel like this PCO... No, PCO doesn't wear an eye patch, though. No, but when he was as the... What was the tag team with the Mountie? And what was the his Quebecers. Quebecers, yeah. He had an uh, eye patch. Yes. Uh, what is Pierre Carl Roulette? Yeah, yes. Yes, I remember they finished it. He did like a, like uh, off the top rope. It was like a, a, a somersault, like senton. Like he, uh, uh, Jacques would hold his arms and he would like do a flip over him. Yes, yes, that's right. Big man, so I would not want to take that. Um, right. So this is you said none. This is Danielson has been another injury with a uh, AEW. So a lot of guys yeah. are working stiff yeah. over that. I mean, uh, it's not about working stiff. It's about, it's, I don't know. Um, you know, Adam Cole, he's going to be out for a number of months. Wasn't he just out? Uh, yep. Uh, he was out previously with concussion. Yep. Uh, came back, won the tag titles with MJF, and now he's out with a shattered ankle. How did he shatter his ankle? Doing a run-in. <laughs> he pulled a uh, Titus. He 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 he, <laughs> he slid underneath the ring, but without the slide. Oh, okay. So he was running down uh, Warrior stance and just tripped. Yeah, I guess and shattered his ankle. What is that? We need some milk. Get some calcium. Strengthen the bone. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so yeah. Uh, they say he's going to be out for a number of months. Uh, he had to have like surgery and everything. Oof. Um. Trying to think. Well, I mean, Kyle O'Reilly has been out for over a year now. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say, does he still even wrestle with it? Like, is he still with the company? Yeah, yeah, he's still with the company, but he oh. had a neck, he had neck fusion surgery. Is that what? Uh, that's what uh, like Edge and them had, right? I think so. Yeah. He, uh, and uh, who else had that? Uh, Angle. Angle. Uh, Christian. Did Michaels have that? No, Michaels was something different. Okay. Actually, I, I honestly think Michaels, I don't think he had anything. I feel like with Michaels, <laughs> he didn't want to wrestle, but he wanted to get paid. I mean, who, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. You don't want to work, but give me money. <laughs> right. Hey, if you can get it, why not? I know, right? Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so it's, so it's not really the working style of AEW wrestling. It's just bad luck, basically. I think a little bit of both, honestly. Okay. Um, a little bit of bad luck and the style. I mean, you see all these concussions. Oh, John Moxley. He's another one. He's been out with the concussion. Um, oh. And, and yeah, and that's definitely a style thing, uh, his, because his was the match with Ray Phoenix. Um, Phoenix hit him with the dive. Yeah. yeah. Phoenix hit him with the dive, and that's where the concussion first happened. But then later, Phoenix dropped him on his head, which made it worse. Woof. So he had his brain uh, rattled twice. Yes. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Man, 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 man. Uh, makes you, uh, as, as a performer, does that ever stay in the back of your head as far as like, 
you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I don't want to have to like, you know, anticipate that type of thing, but like, that's part of the business. Like, is that ever in like your back of your head? Oh, absolutely. Um, and for me, I just try to like do things as safe as I can. Um, yep. I am not afraid to say no. Um, yep. You know, just just as an example, a couple weeks ago, I was in a match and the guy asked me if I would take a poison Rana. I was like, nope. what's that? What's Reverse that? Hurricane Rana. Okay. And uh, so instead of jumping on your chest, they jump on your back and flip you backwards. Okay. And I'm like, yep, nope. That's a real easy way to break your neck. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, have guys ever tried to sneak in a move that you didn't want to do, but they had you, they like was able to get it quick enough that you didn't realize that you took the move when you didn't want to? It's funny. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> and this happens. I, I, I'm almost afraid to say this on the air because it happens pretty regularly. Okay. <laughs> um, hip toss. What's wrong with the hip toss? It's basic. One I, I on just one. don't like taking it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't like taking it. Um, you got flip. What's that? Because you have to flip. Yeah, you have to flip, and it's your own flip. Like a lot of people don't realize that. Like it's not a move that you're actually taking. Like it's really a move that you give to yourself. There's no more. the other guy stands there. There's no momentum. Momentum. Uh, the momentum comes. You coming off the ropes. Ah. Uh... And then. And then, so the, the the hip toss, all it is is um, here's a very easy way to explain it. Um, you know, like if you were to flex like your bicep, like that that bicep flex. Like you yep. know, let's just say you're looking in the mirror, yep. and you're flexing your arm. So imagine you're doing that, yep. and you're just standing there, and somebody yep. runs up to you from behind or from the side, and they hook their arm into your bicep, yep. and then they just jump and use your arm to to flip themselves over. Yep. That's all it is. That's all the hip toss is. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So we now know your weak we know your weakness. Yes, my weakness. Um, yeah. I, I just feel like I don't take them very well. Uh-huh. Um because I don't like flipping and it is your own flip. Um and it's something where if we're in the back calling a match and someone says it, I'm gonna be like, nah, we'll do something different. <laughs> But in the match when they call it, yeah, like that's a tough one to like have time to fix. Um, and what I mean by that, so I don't like take back, I don't like taking back body drops. But those I can fix um, in the middle of a match. Someone can call that, but when they throw me off, they got to bend over. Yep. While they're bent over, I can kick them. I can jump over them. I can, yep. there's different things I can do to them to be like, nope, we're not doing this. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I like it. I like it. Right? <laughs> what but, about uh, um... the hip toss, though? It's tough, like, you know, they because now they're just standing there. So it's like, oh, man, like, how do I not, like, you know? <laughs> the funny thing is, I've seen you do the flip off the rope when you hold yourself and flip. Yes. And you land but why? What's the difference? Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm holding the rope with both hands. Okay. Okay. Um, and that gives me the confidence that I need. Got you. Got you. Um, but yeah, because because yeah, from a physics standpoint, yep, there's no difference. Like, <laughs> so yeah, and I seen you d- take d- 
do that a million bazillion times. So that's why I'm like, what? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one of those funny things. Um, oh, here's a here's a good example of that again where the physics. Um, so I, you know, the uh, the spot where Ric Flair will go up to the top rope and get body slammed off of it. Yes. Yes. So uh, so that is a drill that schools will run. Where because mm-hmm. here's the thing, like ultimately you're supposed to take your own bump off of that. The guy is just kind of giving you support. Yep. And so schools will run that as a drill where you go up to the top and you just flip yourself up. Basically, you do a swanton bomb. Okay. Off, off the top. That that's how they run okay. as the drill. Okay. I cannot do that drill. Oh like, wow. Like uh, a weird thing goes off in my head. Like like it's like a. Um, you ever see the first RoboCop movie? And um, at the at the end, he has the, he has to arrest a bad guy. It turns out though, it's the president of the company. Yeah. And he's got that like thing in his system where it won't let him arrest the president of the company. Yep. And so he starts like malfunctioning. Yep. I have that like going up top and trying to like <laughs> do anything like involving a flip. Like I start like malfunctioning. Um, <laughs> but what's crazy about it? So DJ Hyde, props and shout out to DJ Hyde. He figured out though. Because he was like, you're so athletic. He's like, you can do all this stuff. And I was like, but I can't. And he was like, but you can. Like He's like, it's mental, not physical. And so he had me do the drill where he stood in front of me with his hand up. Mm-hmm. And like literally just touched my belly. Like he didn't like do anything else but like touch my belly. And that gave me the confidence to like feel like, oh, he's got me. But he did it. He was literally just touching my belly. And like, but I was jumping and flipping. Ah, I got you. I got you. I got you. So yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's all mental. To anything, uh, it's not physical. That your body cannot get itself, you know, uh, over on on your back. Right. And then, okay. So would right. you same thing with a, like a monkey flip? Then you wouldn't be able to take, or would you take? Actually, so funny you said I, I can take a monkey flip, um, and that is one <laughs> that um, again I don't know why. <laughs> um, literally last week I was in a match and yep. a guy busted it out without even calling it and yep. it was funny because I didn't realize what was happening but then once I did so it was like a split second off but once I did I was like oh no problem and like I flipped over like you know yep. um, well, well my monkey flip is a little easier in, in regards to it's like you're more taking like a somersault in the air I guess yeah somersault in the air off the ground and when when it's done right yeah, the person giving it to you actually is giving it to you. Right, their it, foot really should be like, right. yeah, yeah, pushing you in the stomach to make yeah. you go over, give you that extra. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that um, extra uh, um, uh, energy momentum. Yes. Yep. Which uh, you know, very, who takes a beautiful monkey flip? Very, well, other than flip. who's R- who takes say, who takes a nice R- one? RVD. He does. Yeah, he takes a beautiful monkey flip. I haven't seen his uh his one of his matches in a while. So uh speaking of RVD, he's been in AEW for a hot second. Um how's he how's he looking since now he's on the elder statesman side again? I I actually have not seen any of his matches yet. Okay. Um, okay. So that's a good question. Oh, that's uh, a lie. I saw his first match in AEW with Jungle Boy. Um, which was Jungle Boy's was first it? heel match. It was all right, but it was How like it was quick. It was all right. it was quick, and really the purpose of it was just getting Jungle Boy over as a heel. Um, okay, 
because I feel okay. like since okay. then RVD has done like um, some real matches. You know what I mean? Besides flippy moves, are there any other moves that you say uh, no bueno on? difficulty you, you sort of went in the wind tunnel yeah um so it's weird uh, i got a phone call and it interrupted oh but, okay but i thought i had this set up so that i couldn't get like i thought i was in private mode so that i wouldn't get phone calls so it was weird that it came through <laughs> i got you i got you <clears throat> do you need to take it or no 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 no, no, you... no, 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 no. Oh, i declined it we're good we're good oh. so yeah yeah Okay. Um, so, how was the match, uh, Jungle Boy RVD? How was it? So yeah, that that first match of theirs was all right, but really the purpose of it was getting Jungle Boy over as a heel, so it was quick. Mm-hmm. Um, they oh, they, they uh, yeah. Um, okay. So I think since then RVD has had like some real matches in AEW. So I gotta I gotta go back and watch. I'm actually okay. uh, I'm excited because well I'm excited and bummed. Um, and uh, because Dragon Ball Super, I finished it mm-hmm. finally, and uh, I've been watching that while working out. Okay. Um, so I'm excited because I'm like, oh, cool. Well, actually, I should start with I'm bummed that I finished it because I'm like, oh, like I was enjoying it, and I'm bummed because I'm like, I know what in the manga what's going on. And oh, the so, manga's still going. Oh yeah, yeah, the manga's still going. Um, but the anime stops. Right. So weird, and uh, so so yeah. So um, long story short, uh, yep. with Super, like when it got to the end of it, like I was bummed because I was like, oh man, I was looking forward to seeing like Ultra Ego and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm excited because I'm like, well, I'm I'm not watching Dragon Ball Super while working out, and I'm not mm-hmm. watching Saw while working out anymore. I had watched uh, all the Saw movies twice leading up to Saw Ten. Um, okay, so I was watching those while working out. Any What's new revelations of watching uh, Saw uh, uh, franchise? It's funny. I don't know if there's a revelation, but I have a question. I'm wondering who is it that's helping out the doctor um, in Saw: The Final Chapter? Okay. he's got okay. uh, two other people with him, and I'm like, who are those two other people? Oh, they never made them uh, known. No. no. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm okay. like, I wonder if that will ever get get explained at some point, right? Right. You know? um, um, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, so now that I'm done with the Saw movies, um, I'm still kind of in the Halloween spirit. So I might check out some Halloween horror movies while working out. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I've been watching wrestling. Oh, okay. So I'm actually like, I am completely up to date on WWE right now. I even saw this past Friday SmackDown. Okay. How was uh, it? Good. Um, you know, the it's funny. I, I, so we got uh, Crown Jewel coming up next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the big main event, Roman Reigns and LA Knight. Yep. In, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, in Saudi Arabia. Um, which, uh, did you see the thing I sent you this morning? Yeah, with Vince uh, and, and uh, Dana White. Yeah, Vince and Taker. Yep. Because um, they were in Saudi Arabia last night for the Francis Ngannou fight. 
Yeah, Vince Vince is rocking the the walking cane now. I guess the file of time has tapped him on the shoulder. Yeah, but his hair is looking more luscious than ever. <laughs> like it's long and black. I'm like, <laughs> he's gonna, he it'd be hilarious. I was saying he grows it long, so he starts with, like rocking dreads or something. Like what? Right. You know how, like, <laughs> like the bot got look like. That's what Vince is gonna be. He's gonna like cascade down his back. Like, <laughs> Yo, could you imagine? <laughs> Uh, Vince with locks, <laughs> right? Side Frank. note: Speaking of Vince with locks, mm-hmm. um, there's a picture going. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, okay. I I overheard a conversation last night. Somewhere there's a picture apparently of Vince McMahon, Eminem, and Mike Tyson hanging out. I wonder if uh, Mike is trying to get him on an episode of his um his um podcast. I could see that. You know, because I think he had Dana White on there uh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I know he's big into hip-hop, so it makes sense for Eminem. So I can see Vince possibly. And Vince, he's always about, like, you know, he he likes, like, you know, uh, sports uh, athletes or fighters, like, you know, like Tyson, you know, both uh, alpha male. So it'd be like, oh, yeah, I I wouldn't mind doing your show. So, yeah. I'm still waiting on that buy-up pick, uh, Vinny. I well, I think that's coming out early uh, 2024 from Netflix. I hope so, but I hope I hope I hope they don't wear like kids gloves with it. I hope they go down and dirty. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. From what I understand, um, Vince does not have final say, but he does have some say. Okay, if that makes sense. Okay. But no one Vince's ego. I wonder what they're gonna do. Like if, like, is he gonna be like, yeah, since I'm pretty much getting close to the the upper room, would I just go all out, or like, I want people to like, you know, pretend that I was like just like, you know, nice fella Willy Wonka type of kid, type of. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I totally know what you mean. <laughs> uh then the least though, I'm, I'm looking forward towards it. I feel you. So yeah, no, should be good. Okay. All right. All right. Um, but uh, yeah. Anything else with uh on the AEW front? Because I know, like you said, uh, uh, the Crown Jewel will be this Saturday, so we definitely can uh, discuss the ins and outs of that. Um, since it's actually one of the earlier pay per views to uh pre- premium live events, because that's what it'd be like one o'clock type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Like in the afternoon. Yeah. Since uh, they're Eastern, yeah, they're ahead of us in time. Although, what I don't understand, because uh, I feel like Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou fight, I feel like that took place at like a normal time last night. Yeah, probably. Well, I think the results I remember seeing came in was like around seven o'clock, so it was still early. Oh, okay, that's still early. Yeah, yeah, yeah compared to considered. yeah, like one o'clock here in the morning. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you think we're gonna see any more? I know that Ronald Rousey's pretty much done with WWE, but do you think we're gonna see any more? Uh, oh, in the, the wrestling ring? Um, yes, I'm sure we will. Uh, but I'm who so you, glad you brought up Ronda Rousey, though. Because, real quick, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, like, who would you want, like, out of the UFC guys or even belt, whoever you know, your favorite fighter is? Who do you think be able to pull it off as far as charismatic and being like decent in the ring? Hmm. 
right now, that's tough. Okay. Um, there's nobody that I currently see. Okay. That that would fit the bill. Not even um, Connor. Connor's so small. Yeah, but that, I mean that's the only thing. Professional wrestling, though. It kind of does, because like I mean, Conor McGregor is going to have to be presented as a main event level guy. Shamrock wasn't a main event level guy, but he had a decent career as a mid. That was a different time. That was a different time period. Conor McGregor, and especially for the money Conor McGregor is going to demand. Okay. Like he has to be presented as a main event guy, but I'm like, you stand him next to Roman Reigns, and he looks silly. Yeah, but uh, Kane Vasquez didn't do anything, and he was a big dude. Yeah, but but Connor's like a star. That's why it's like it's what, just what different. Happened, whatever happened to his case? Is it? Did he ever like whatever? It's still happened? ongoing. Really? It's, it has yeah, been yeah. like four or five years. I feel like <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, no, the case is still ongoing. He's uh, okay. he's on probation. Okay. Uh, he's been showing up at some MMA fights. Really? I thought he also he he's been released on bond. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but he was did he kill the person or he just shot at them? Um, I want to say shot and injured, not okay. killed. I believe. Okay. okay. All right. But it was the wrong person. That's probably the biggest part of the problem. Oh, really? I thought it was the the person that he thought was doing bad stuff to his family. That's well. That's who was driving, but that's not who he hit. Oh, 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 oh. so he was. Yeah, he was shooting. I mean, unfortunately, that's how a lot of people uh, perish due to. Uh, uh, folks not in their intended target. Indeed, indeed. But and, uh, uh, and this is such a I, tough case, like because I'm like, man, I I feel for Cain Vasquez because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, someone does something horrible to your son. Yep. And then they they're able to to get away with it, like so to speak, you know, just a slap on the wrist. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, but. <laughs> Okay, but no, uh, back to Rhonda. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen the headlines, but she's doing indies. Oh, nice. Uh, indie, like, uh, big indie promotions or, like, more the lesser known indie names? She did a tag match for Lucha Vavoom last week. Okay. Um, it was her and Marina Shafir against Brian Kendrick and somebody. I don't okay. remember who his partner was. Okay. Um, and uh, she was just announced. I want to say yesterday uh, they announced that she's going to be wrestling for Pro Wrestling Revolver coming up. But why is she uh, wrestling for Jimmy Callahan? So why is she wrestling with the indie? Like, did, she, did, did Vince and them leave a bad taste in her mouth? Um, I could see it being a few things. Um, probably, I don't think Vince and them necessarily left a bad taste in her mouth. I think she probably had some frustrations there, though. Um, do anything better for lower pay well here's the thing though so uh, so here's the thing about wrestlers and, and I'm gonna steal this directly from Booker T okay it always comes down to, to one of two things okay. cash or mm-hmm. creative okay and okay. so yeah I mean obviously she's not gonna get the kind of pay that she would get with WWE by, by doing right. these indie shows Right. but I'm sure she has full control of creative Okay. Do we think that she... Well, the matches I saw her, I didn't really think creatively. Like, do you think that they did the best that they could do with her limited ability, or you think she was had untapped potential? 
I think they could have done things a little differently with her. Okay. But ultimately, for their purposes and sakes, they did the best they could with what they knew. Okay. All right. I would have kept her as a special attraction instead of yep. having her wrestle regularly because that's how you expose yep. those flaws. Yep. I'm like, yeah, you keep her as a special attraction and like she shows up and just kicks ass. Like, that's that's what I would have done. Yep. But I think they were trying to figure out how to get the most return on their investment. And that's ultimately, you know, having her appear. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And I, I'm still scratching my head why they never had a program between her and Shayna. Well, I mean, they—that's how she left. Was the program with her and Shayna? I mean, from like the, from the jump, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you know? But I—it's funny. Um, this is not my thought. Uh, this is a friend of mine's thought, but I, I don't disagree with them. They—they they believe that Vince probably like didn't like Shayna Baszler. He doesn't find her attractive. She's a lesbian. Um, and so it's just it's not his thing okay and he was the one running things at that time you know <laughs> okay okay all right all right um but uh i mean hopefully we, we can get some you know more like i said with the whole ufc wwe you know merger hopefully we can see some you know some ufc guys you know uh it just seems like uh you know potential like you have an endless uh, amount of talent that you can just pluck from uh, with UFC guys um, going over to the, you know WWE as long as you you know you can you know train them uh, properly. But I mean, it's not that easy. If it were that easy, we would have already seen a bunch of that. Oh, technically, we have. We've seen a little bit of it, but think about it in the grand scheme. There's probably I mean, been like always, ten always... MMA fighters, if that. But we always had like your shoot fighter wrestler you know what i mean that's i mean just look at all the japanese um promotions or like pain craze and and rings and those are all like hybrid shoot wrestling yes. promotions. yes and they worked because of that because that's what they were but right. that's a lot different than plucking someone and bringing them to wwe which is now about entertainment you don't know my friend uh like i like I'm trying to think who's some I'm, well, at the time, I, I know he went through his like. Oh, uh, currently still going through his uh, issues with, you know, law enforcement. But like, uh, you remember Jason Mayhem Miller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he he could be he be you know uh, you know if they put him underneath the wing of somebody uh, to give him the you know the the ropes. No pun intended. As far as being, you know doing professional wrestling, I think he be, you know would have been perfect. Agreed. Assuming he figured out how to wrestle. Right, exactly. And that's the thing. That's 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 not easy. And not only is it not easy, it's oftentimes harder for people from legit combat sports to learn how to wrestle. Is it because their pride doesn't want them to lose or just taking bumps? Um, it's a bit of pride not wanting them to lose, but also wrestling is the antithesis of fighting. Okay. And fighting, you're defending yourself and defighting and fighting against your opponent. And wrestling, right. you're working with them. Right, right. So, like, your like, mind will be able to, like, to attach to, like, yeah, and I got you. That you have to yeah. something, you can't defend yourself, like, legitly. You have to actually right. like, take You have to hits. let this guy hit you. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, a lot of times guys from legit combat sports have a tough time transitioning to wrestling because just mentally, and, it's, it's. Yeah, different. but then why? How come, like, a lot of amateur wrestlers get into wrestling then? That's just almost like the same thing with amateur wrestling. It's just not as much striking, but you. Yeah, no, amateur. I think amateur wrestling is a great 
uh, way to get into pro wrestling. But again, it's different though, because um, amateur wrestling, when you uh, when you spar in amateur wrestling, that's basically the same thing as pro wrestling. 